0: This is Naptown Talk, episode 32. Today is January 4th, first episode of 2023, and we are
1: here to forget about the Colts. Absolutely. It is stinky, stinky. Um, the only good thing happening right now is they're losing. But you want to know who's really good at forgetting the Colts? Hmm. I don't know. Who? Uh, Mr. Ryan Dickinson. Is joining us live yes. from Atlanta, Georgia.
2: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It is an honor, but it's sure not a pleasure. Part of my 2023 <laughs> New Year's resolutions. Forget mm-hmm. about this season. Boys, oh. I don't know if you're aware. NFL's over. Season's yes. done. Don't have to worry. This weekend, you're you're clean, free. Your fantasy football is over. And you know you both know it's to win. not
1: because, it's not because we have a dumbass league manager in our league that I'm in the championship for.
2: Oh. Hmm.
1: I feel Parker like there's Mon- one
0: thing we have to say NFL really quick Parker before anything else. Demar Hamlin, Idaho I hope the best through. for him. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, I'm not sure uh, if you saw today, Mr. Jim Irsay, top donor on his um, on his. Mr. Irsay, right now.
0: You could say a lot of things about that man. He's like nice. he is one generous dude, but this is about Demar. Shout out to Ursa for that. And I, it's also it's really cool to see all the donations like just flooding his charity, his like toy charity. I think I saw over six million today. Oh, yep. Yep, six point five. So six point five. That's awesome. Just hope the best for this guy. I just feel like we had to say something about him really quick and hope he pulls through. And
1: Ugh, I'm a I'm a Bills fan the rest of the season. I'm I, am. I do have to say I do have to say one thing. Um, and obviously this is not a very serious podcast, but there is no enemy here. It's not T. Higgins. It's not the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's none of that. It's an unfortunate situation, and he's got to take it as that. You can't blame anyone. I mean, it sounds like it, – it, for to me, it looks like he had an underlying condition that he didn't know about. That's, yeah. that's what I'm thinking.
0: And it's scary to see that because, I mean, you guys have been through it. You know what happens when there's an ambulance on the field. That's a terrifying feeling, and yeah. there's nothing but thinking the worst. And the fact that you had to see him get CPR, like I as a team, I'm so glad they made that call of not playing anymore. Cause at least we knew, like, they're like, yo, he's he's in the ambulance, he's moving. This Damari had no idea. So um that's that was the most terrifying thing. It's like once you get that sense of relief knowing everything's okay, and we still don't know that it's just terrifying. So glad he's the NFL P- let them. I I saw Zach Taylor and McDermott. McDermott, I don't know if you guys saw this, but the first thing he said was, I should be in the hospital with my guy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just how you feel. And I'm glad the NFL ultimately, I don't know if it was really their decision, but it's nice to see that the game was.
1: I Honestly, I think that night, I don't think it was the NFL decision. It was um, Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott just putting your foot down. Agree, And that was great to see. And I believe the, the NFL, NFL PA, PA. Yeah, NFLPA mm-hmm. PA got involved as well. But ultimately, if their head coaches weren't going to play their teams, they weren't going to play that game. Yeah. Terrifying moment. T's and P's to the Hamlin family, though. Yeah. All
0: right. Oh, I'm glad we just got to talk about that that really quick. That's all all we're going to talk about the NFL. We're going to leave it at that. Okay? Shit. Pray for Hamlin. Dickie, I am showing off my super, super awesome tie- Reese Halliburton jersey that I just got for Christmas shout out to you Josh went to two games over Christmas wow a little time both were good games
2: they're on a roll right now they're one of the most fun teams in all basketball
0: they are they're a lot of fun they're so much fun that I am invested in this team I am I'm not only a Pacers fan but I am a proud Pacers fan, Dickie. <laughs> wow. how they hurt you
2: this is how they hurt you, man. I don't know if anybody this is, my is first a Ted season. Lasso fan. I'm just
0: here for for the fun.
2: Ted Lasso, it's the hope that kills you, man. Yeah, let me tell you, it's when you think our, our team's a little something special. The boys are seriously having a good time on the court. You like cheering for them. But, uh, you know, we're 7-3 and three in the last 10. And I'm not too excited about it. I'm going to be the Debbie Downer of all the Pacers fans out there. I, uh, I, I think this is sort of what my worst nightmare was in the realm of us being slightly above average you know are we ready to get into uh my you talked about this early on and hot takes I'm telling you man it, it is what I really hope for this year was us to do what we never ever do be terrible and I mean so bad there were years especially when Paul George got hurt I remember going to games where tickets were I think four dollars is the best I got I, I was really hoping for that year Who that last keeps year sending me yeah, where Zach keeps sending me snaps from the game. Maybe his girl, his fiancé goes you viral go. on TikTok. Uh, That's doing happened, how to, I
0: think. I don't know.
2: How to, how to lose a man in 10 days. Um, yeah. but People thought I was Matthew I,
0: McConaughey. Just to, <laughs> there's like 3 million people that thought I was Matthew McConaughey. That's, all right. It's all right, whatever. All right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but let me tell you, this is what I really was hoping that we didn't do because – right now we're sitting pretty. We're five games behind the best records in the NBA. There's been a few teams that have taken off in the East. Uh, Brooklyn's been on a run, but we're five games behind them and we're about 10 games uh, ahead of the worst place teams. And so we're in this in-between again of, you know, we got some young promising talent, but I'm just be completely honest, Zach, you and you and I talked about this a little bit. I don't think there's a chance we make any noise in the East and we're, we're going to be a first round out that, you know, we we've, we've had some fun games, but not a threat and we're going to have a, you know, 16th to 20th pick. And uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to be cheering for next year. Ty Halliburton. I'm glad you got his Jersey. Cause that's Thank a guy. You. I mean, that's he is. Dog. Dog. He's him. He really is. You know, I, I sometimes pinch myself. Can't believe that Sacramento let him out of their building. Like, right. W- what were they thinking? They saw that guy every day. They talked to him. I mean, just seems like great guy, great mm-hmm. basketball player, such high IQ, you know, you know, DeMontis Sabonis really liked him. His fit here wasn't the best because of him and Miles and what some of DeMontis' limitations are. He's having a great season out there in Simac- Sacramento, though. Light the beam, boys. Yeah. S- 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 light the beam.
0: Light the beam. I saw that.
2: They've been having another fun. So it really That's is a sort of a good, good trade. Season. Yeah, but where both teams are sort of winning, you know. Because um, they had the I, same – you could argue
0: they had the same problem with De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Albert, and we're like, man, he's good. But De'Aaron yeah. Fox is their boy. I think Halliburton's better than Fox. 100%. And I'm surprised they let him go. I wonder – I just don't know why they chose him over Fox. That that would be a good, like, sit down to hear why they chose that.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you are pro-pacers, you're you're thinking that – Kevin Pritchard sort of said, like, all right, we're not taking Fox. Inefficiency-wise, one of the most inefficient high-volume scorers. Yes, he can get you buckets, but, you know, he doesn't necessarily run an offense in what I would say is the modern way. Ty Halliburton, the opposite. One of the most efficient players. Shot doesn't look that great visually. My no. mom was watching. She was uh, wondering why he was shooting the basketball. But let me tell you, he shoots it well. He, he runs offense it. well. You know, as he we talk about. but good. At, but at a, uh, at a rate that is uh, above the best. Above the best. Um, you know, high assist, low turnover. He's had, what, that 13 assists, zero turnover game. One of the hmm. highest assist-to-turnover ratios in the league. Um just really what you want in going forward. So we have at least one guy, right? Ben yeah. Matherin might have, we thought, been our second. I still, you know, Ben Matherin can get a bucket. He's a physical point. I mean, he's a physical scorer, can get to the rim. He's slowed down a little bit. You know, he was an early pre, early season favorite to win rookie mm-hmm. of the year. Paulo has mm-hmm. well surpassed him now. Almost a prohibitive favorite to rookie of the year. But definitely think he's a future piece. So this is where we got to figure out. Who is going to be around for the long term? Who are these guys that, you know, I know we've always had the uh, pictures of football players up on Lucas Oil. Who's Mm -hmm. getting the banners in Banker's life? Tyrese Halbert. Tyrese and Got to give him one. You know, I'm probably giving Ben one. You're giving Miles one right now. No, I'm not. (laughs) Yes, you are. Right now, I have to. (laughs) You
0: have to. That's what I'm saying. You have no chance. Um, I will say
2: here. Twisting my what arm back. You got me <clears throat> Let me twist yeah. it. You too. So twist those arms. All
1: I have to say is obviously, I, yeah, go ahead. I'm still um I'm still stuck in football mode because I love football. I will get yeah. to Pacers mode eventually. I just have to give kudos, kudos to kudos Miles Turner. I know he's a professional athlete, gets paid for it, but every offseason he gets linked with everything of all the chatter, especially this past offseason with he's getting linked to and the And if Lakers. you're Ryan
0: Dickinson, you want him gone.
1: Yeah, and which I don't know if many people in Indianapolis actually want him gone. I mean it's it's pretty. This is a
0: fan favorite. He uh, really yeah. is at the so, games. People love him. I, I have, just have to, to, for you, Mister Dickinson.
1: I just have to applaud him. He's like the dude is balling out, and it feels like it's the media will just wants to turn on him every moment, and he's just putting it all behind him, for sure.
0: And I love that. And he's a big Legos guy. You're a big Legos guy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's no, got some lego cars back there never so, spend hundreds of dollars on a no
1: toy. i don't know what you're talking about oh it's, it's my uh prize
0: possession it's my uh, lego ford raptor he built that uh emily helped a little bit she probably did most of it but uh the real <laughs> engineer of the family <laughs> yes Listen, as as work as working pistons in the engine and everything but it doesn't look like you can fit in it room broom, get out my mom's car the second time that's been brought up on this podcast. And I feel like that's too many. Um, so, Ryan, <laughs> big dick. I have something for you. So, yep. the other the other night when you and I were kind of – not night. It was a day. But the brief discussion we had on the Pacers. You said the Pacers um, – the reason why they can't be contenders at the end of the day is because they don't have that guy. Yep. So, let me tell you about that guy that I saw against he is Paul him. George. And the Clippers. So, first off, let me tell you this. You're not a Paul George guy, right? You, uh
2: No. So, to make very happy. As much of a non-Miles Turner guy I am, I'm much more of a non-Paul George guy. He's which... great at basketball, which is why it sucks.
0: Yeah. Dude, every time that dude had the ball in his hand, booze were raining on him good. the whole time. You would have loved it. But it was good. good. It was a great game. There's a point where I looked at the score. Pacers were down six late in the game. I was like, they're not going to win. What happened in that fourth quarter? Why did the Pacers win?
2: We had we had somebody go on a run.
0: We had who? I, I believe. Some, the Pacers?
2: Or is it a specific guy? I thought it was T.Y. Mm. I know, Zach. I'm not saying uh, that he's not a good player. I'm just saying I am tired of cheering for regular season success.
0: Uh-huh, I uh-huh. want you. I get you. I'm new to this. I don't have the same heart that you got right now. But here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to follow up with. Mm -hmm. So you're saying the Pacers are in this limbo because they're kind of good. They're going to make the playoffs. Yep. But their ceiling isn't very high for the playoffs. Yep. Pacers have three first-round picks that you're determined aren't going to help the Pacers win a title, which I understand. Can they flip those into a player? To get to the title? And if so, what players do you think would be the best fit for the Pacers right now?
2: So, you know, this is where we get into another issue. As a Midwestern small market team, yeah you really see some limitations on who we are able to bring in. You OB know, toppin? <sighs> you be topping who? Obi Toppin.
1: <laughs> bear watch out for Obi Toppin. Oh
2: my gosh, dude. Um, if I have to be excited about Obi Toppin, I will officially submit my free agency as a fan oh, no. for the NBA. Uh, Look, that's what I'm saying. This is this is where we get to, you know, those Paul George years. I'm glad that you brought up PG. Paul mm-hmm. George gave us so many good years. Some of my favorite, you know, postseason games were Paul George against the Heat, Paul George against the Cavs, when he absolutely baptized Birdman. That's one of my favorite NBA memories but we just get into this limbo where we can't get any big name free agents. You know, we have Mm -hmm. an ownership who they usually haven't splurged on big guys. They, they, you know, keep our own, but then they end up leaving us. Um, We can't get big free agents. You know, a lot of big time stars have no, uh, no trade clauses where they're not willing to go to a team like us. They want to go to a coast, you know, they want to go East or West. They don't want to be in Minneapolis.
0: That's why Paul George got
2: out. But you see somebody like, Donovan Mitchell, who I don't know if you saw, just had seventy-one yes. points. Had I saw the him second out highest the Pacers, dude. Yeah, it's just shame Mitchell.
1: that the night he dropped seventy-one is all the stuff that happened in the Bills in the Bills-Bengals game. Because mm-hmm. that was, it's a historic performance, that gets overshadowed by the NFL
2: all time. You know, if you look at tri- Twitter's trending topics, I mean, Donovan, it wasn't, it wasn't I don't even think even there. was on there. Yeah, it, it's well, is he's know. the
1: seventh scorer to break seventy. Did I see that correctly? <sighs>
2: Yeah, yeah, and the most recent since Donovan. I'm mean, sorry, since, since Kobe, Booker. yeah, yeah. No. since well, because DB 70 flat
0: Kobe, Book, Donovan, they all have something in common. Hmm? Do you know what Ballers. that is? Well, that, that, yes, they all play basketball. They were all drafted 13th overall. Oh, no way, yeah, that's
2: a crazy, that's, stat. Fun. that's a fun, isn't
1: that stat? crazy? Look at you, oh, cool. Hey, look what happens. Look look what happens to first round draft picks. They turn into the ball, they turn into yeah, just overall draft
2: picks. Occasionally, yes. But that is an example of what maybe we could do. And even then, it's gonna to be tough. You know, that trade was um an interesting situation where Donovan was tired of playing with Rudy. I'm not sure who's to blame. I think he might be French though. Um and <laughs> we got so that's a subtle banking. jab of the
1: French I love that actually it is
2: man it, I, I'm <laughs> not a huge fan of the French Paris oh. is one of my least favorite nope. international so cities but not near, near okay. messy. <laughs> I'm sure the Naptown talk French listening is not substantial enough to come in my mentions but that it is something after the
0: Colts fans in
1: Paris <laughs> well,
2: we we we, we're, we're, we're we're say we trust that would sort of be the best case scenario though is you know we get a frustrated almost superstar you know depends on how loosely you throw the word superstar donovan's had some runs about andrew loose. where he's looked the one of are the you, best players in the league
1: are you talking like a b, like a b, like a b a b list superstar
2: yeah yeah we're you know it, it's not your completely untouchables your untradables, your lucas your KDs, your Giannis's, but obviously he was touchable he was one below so you know you get into that range and so you got to start thinking about Who are those players that might be frustrated here in the next few years? Their teams are sort of at the end of the rope. They are looking for teams who are um, draft capital heavy, maybe can give them some good players in return, which is where we got to be loading up. We have to be absolutely prepping for one of these scenarios Um, down here where I live for the listeners. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. There's some murmurs. There is some talking about the town, about Trey Young and his future with the Atlanta Hawks, you know, he might be upset with his, what, second coach, third coach in X amount of years where uh, Nate McMillan publicly has said he's considered resigning. You know, we have our own past with Nate. Um, I I think he's a good guy. Um, I don't think he's a great coach, but that's all right. Um, I, I don't think Trey is somebody that the Pacers need to be trading for. We have our point guard of the future who yet again, I think fits the modern basketball a lot better that you can build around a lot easier. Trey young really pigeons holds what you can you do need shooters. So you I, need, you need shooters. And uh, admittedly the NBA outside of Steph Curry, you it's not a great track record of undersized point guards who can't defend um, in the playoffs. So, Dick, but that's need, si-
1: yep. I need you to educate me real quick. Trey young. I know he's a point, but mm-hmm. dude seems like a dude seems like a, like a, like a buck, like a walking bucket. Like, I, I, is this, I mean, it's like I know we have the point guard that like Trace Albert untouchable yeah. completely, but yeah. couldn't you slide into that two spot or no?
2: You could, Undersized. you know, he, yeah, he, he's sort of a he's somebody who doesn't have to have the ball, right? Wh- which is a good thing. This is something that you always want from sort of what we now call the combo guards of the NBA, you know, positionless basketball, whatever you want to call it. Where game
0: lowered, CJ McCollum, they yeah, the
2: thank you, you know, um, you don't have the same shooting quality. But you know, this is how Steph and Clay got through all those years. Clay guards the bigger, most likely better scorer. Steph tries to get on the other guy, where you know one of them can hop on ball and back and forth. Um, the honest truth about uh, Trey is that he's not as good as a shooter as either of those guys. He's low thirty yep. percent, and you don't really think about that because he does get buckets. I've seen him do stuff with the basketball live down here that I've never seen anybody else do. Often um, you go to but Hawks games. I'm a 10-game season ticket holder, uh, crazy yeah. enough, and I also 10-game home games. So, you know, that's about a fourth of them, and then I'll, I'll go with my roommate. We'll get the uh, standing room only. We're just off of the public transportation, big advocate for nice. public transportation. Well, uh um, Pacers a, standing room only, huh? Yeah. Yeah, the, he said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, it's nice.
0: Pacers, yeah. Gainbridge, I'm, I'm starting – the bridge is growing on me. I'm going to be yeah. honest.
2: I don't know what they sell or who they are, but, you know, as long as they're improving – Canseco Fieldhouse, that's all I need to hear. You know what else they have? Yeah.
0: IMS. They bought that too. So you know yeah, Gamebridge really. Gamebridge actually bought the fieldhouse. Yes. Like not just rights. Yeah. Um which is kind of nice because I'm tired of all these
2: name changes. And I yeah, I think the sort of courtyard setup that they're building and working on will be really nice. Like I think it could be big. And you know It's nice, so dude. It's going to be big. They're building okay. a
0: basketball court outside. You're telling me we got to get one game and that if we're gonna get ran, because I'm sure the ballers out there are gonna be nice, but I want to get one game on that court.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll cheer from, I'll cheer from the
0: sidelines. Andrew and okay. basketball, man, I, I love it.
2: So back to Pierce, back to what you're asking, Zach, uh, about future people who we could be getting and targeting. You know, I, I think just a town north of us, Chicago, is in a position where Zach Levine has been rumored to want out, um, been talked about. A High level scorer, very efficient, one of the best shooters in the NBA. I know he's a hyper athlete for anybody who's watched the dunk contests mm-hmm. of the past, some of the best dunk contests, but um, 40 plus percent shooter uh, fits in really nice for the Pacers, you know, um, can just be sort of a bucket getter. And, you know, if you got Ty, you got him, and you got Miles, that's sort of a three pillars to build on, and Ben Matherin to sort of fill the in betweens. Um, so that's somebody, but he's, as always, what about wants to, just go to what LA. Do you think about
0: Aaron Neesmith.
2: He's kind of nice, dude. (laughs) He really is. And, you know, that was sort of a a subtle move when we got, um, when we traded Malcolm Brogdon was bringing him back. You know, I I like those early first round, mid first round distressed assets where maybe the situation wasn't the best for them. Maybe, you know, they haven't been able to get the PT, but somebody who we got for, you know, not much and has really proven that he's an NBA player, you know, got some good size to him, can shoot the ball. Like, and, and he's talked about it publicly that, this, he's just having so much fun. This is the most fun they all ever, are ever been ever been having playing the sport of basketball. Which that's part of it, you know. When you're going to the games, part of it. When yeah, and you're just cashing your checks, bouncing the ball. It, it's not you're not driven to be doing more. But him, nimhard who was one of our picks this past year, has been somebody who has plugged in immediately, and proven great value. Um, and, and this is another thing: like,
0: game winner over Braun.
2: Yeah, who would have thought? That nice, right? not me. Yeah. Not me, um, but <laughs> this is something like like we're talking about, where you need to get guys on the same timeline who are all building towards a similar goal. And so this is where Buddy doesn't fit our timeline. Mm. He's 30. But I love him, you know, dude. I know. He's so fun, right? Shooters like, age well. Yeah, saying. they do. It, and he and, loves playing with Hallie. But is he more valuable to another team than he is to us? I For would sure. argue wholeheartedly. Um, You know, this is yet again. Miles is still young. There's no question about it. He's on a good contract. And there are a lot of teams in the NBA who are really needing some stuff um, that fit Miles' skill set. You know, I look at the Golden State Warriors. Can we get them to overpay for Miles Turner and get some good assets back? You know, they have Kaminga. They have whatever you think of Wiseman, you know, top two pick, just had 30 points recently. You know, can we switch those two and get some what we expect to be post Clay, post Steph, post Draymond assets. You know, we all, uh, people who watch the NBA talk about the Lakers 27 and 29, 2027, 20, 2029 20, first round picks because you're expecting them to be post LeBron, post AD. You know, they've already traded all the other first rounders, which is why they can't until those two years. Let's try to get on somebody's timeline like that, where maybe you're getting Golden State. They're always going to be, you know, you think they're always going to be good, but Who knows what happens to Steph? You know, he had one of the worst medicals coming out of college. One of my favorite players, like, but what if his body does break down? He's a six-foot-three hyper shooter, but um, maybe he's not – once he's not able to beat people off the dribble, what happens to him? So Mm -hmm. this is where, you know, maybe we trade miles, get some pieces back, some more future assets, and always stay ready for that next upset superstar. Carl Anthony Towns, as much as my brother dislikes him, and I'm not a huge fan either sometimes, you know, if this Minnesota situation goes south, what's he going to do? You, he, he's already voiced his displeasure at them in the past. Or another guy on his team, Anthony Edwards, who's young, explosive, going to be one of the faces of the league. Mm-hmm. Why is he going to want to stay in Minnesota next to his two seven-footers who have no interest in spacing the floor in any way and are obviously capped? So this is where we you need to be ready. Yeah. You really don't. That's the beauty. Donovan of Donovan Mitchell. The NBA. I had no idea he wouldn't
0: be on the Jazz. They
2: exactly. Just, so, and uh, plugs into a Cavs team that was young and ready. You know, I, I would say that where the Ooh. Cavs have done it a little bit better is they what? Nothing. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> don't put. Don't get me in hot water. You know, what? I'm on a roll there. But words are just flowing. But uh huh. You know, they had nice a and young cold, player. Smooth
0: water flowing.
2: Mm-hmm they uh they had a young Andrew player Captain evan mobley. over there i like it oh yeah i'm just letting Andrew, me talk i was gonna say i got some stuff coming back to you later um okay cool. But <laughs> they have a young player <laughs> who they can build around in the future and evan mobley and you know all you need is that one guy to really change the future of your franchise which is why it, this is so upsetting to me that there is unquestionably the best prospect since lebron james you know Health concerns. I, I think he's been doing a good job of staying healthy. Proactive health. Our mm-hmm. modern medicine that we can, you know, do analysis on. Um, best prospect, definitely that I've ever actively watched. You see, um, he's bringing
0: the yeah, into real
2: floater. Life. Yeah, and floater. Yeah, one footed floater from the three point line. What do you want? Three point like, It makes so much sense. Seven foot. How are you blocking five? that?
0: How are you yeah, stopping that? What
2: are you going to do? Not tap him. Just even the chance. That's for- the only chance. <laughs> yeah. Well, it will be on my shoulders. In, you know in the NBA you talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder have what 17 first round picks in the next four years like it, it, whoever gets his first round the number one pick overall for Victor is not trading it no matter how many first rounders you offer most likely like so I, the only sticks. reason
0: like I, I was like really thinking about it no guy that tall ever has a long career mean like, you know, like don't get me wrong like those few yeah. years that he's there crazy but he's so freaking mm-hmm. tall and it's like unless if you're built like not like him, like, you know, you're mm-hmm. a big seven footer, but even the big ones still don't last. That's fair. Um so, You know,
2: he's recent just so NBA tall. Players, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, recent NBA comparisons, probably Chris Stops, right. You know, Chris Stops had the one all-star year in New York and then ACL and never been able to recover. He's had actually a good year this year, but you know, See what Bull Bull does. Everybody's saying just Bull Bulls, you know, your discount, your all the version of Victor, where he's doing stuff that nobody's seen, taking it off the rim, you know, taking it down the court, scoring at the rim. Uh, so um, but then not only him, Scoot Henderson. I don't know if you all saw yeah. had one of the sickest posters of the year so far. That's
0: that's what I'm saying. Cause they're saying he should be like he in any other draft, he'd be like yeah. one guy. So I'm saying, and, like, would you take seven foot four guy that's gonna play for he's gonna have eight years of his prime? I know he's young, but Let's just say that, and that's not even guaranteed versus a guard. And like you could go the route of what happened to Derek Rose. So you can always argue the opposite side, but I'm just saying guards tend to stay healthier and have longer careers than big ass dudes.
2: (laughs) It's, you know, it's reasonable, but I think the upside of Victor is unlike we've ever seen. So yes, I I would still be going Victor. You know, you're putting Chet's already hurt. I know that. And it was just a random game in Portland. You know, in a yep. program. Um, but the unfortunate side for us is because of how well we've done this year, this is even a conversation. You know, when we last talked, I seriously thought we might be having a more serious talk about us tanking and us, but now we're so good that, you know, we're, we're going to be working around the fringes. And that's why I think, buddy, you know, if Miles does get moved, it's going to have to be at a premium price, which is good. They both have increased their price significantly. You know, the <laughs> offer of Buddy and Miles for the Lakers, two first round picks. I think we're the ones saying no now, right? Which mm-hmm. is much different than what we used to be. It, it used to be um, the Lakers were trying to add protections and stuff. So uh, we're being able to say no to that because we think we can get better for if we split them or uh, package them together. So it is really it's good stories, but my heart hurts because I'd love to see the Indiana Pacers be an actual series contender. And as we talked about, and this is where it always ends, the best player in the series wins nine times out of ten mm-hmm. until we get somebody of a top-tier talent like Paul Victor. George. Paul George, you know, but the issue was he was always playing against LeBron James, right? It's like it was LeBron James, J.R. Smith, Richard Jefferson, and they still won. They had the best player in the series. You know, yeah. LeBron would drop a 43, 8, and 7, and it's like, oh, my gosh, man. It, so <laughs> um, it's just the scars run deep. The hardest in, times. Uh, mm-hmm. I they like are, it. yeah. That those so those are your Pacers deep cuts.
0: Nice. I'm glad I don't have those deep cuts. I'm a fresh, young, ready Pacers fan.
2: And stay hopeful. Stay positive. You never know, man. Ty Halliburton's success seriously is like you know that's somebody who you really hope continues to take steps and becomes a top tier player. Definitely, I mean, my opinion should be an All Star, an All NBA guy, not a wannabe. Um, no.
0: <laughs> ever since that statement was made, the Pacers are six and
1: one. Yeah. That was, so. a, I, I saw that and I'm like, dude, doesn't no ball. Let's go tie. He
2: doesn't know ball.
1: Dickie, you said that you had something for me, so I think it's time.
2: Been waiting for this for a long time, Andrew. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to have a new segment here on the Naptown Talk. Guest oh, look hosted. at him. The
1: guest, the guest is making his own segment. I, I love that. his, his segment.
0: Okay. He can, yeah, he calls the shots in this segment.
1: Uh, listen, you the are shots. You, you hey, look at me, look at me. You're the captain.
2: <laughs> you are the captain now. <laughs> I am the captain now. And so, this is going to be a reoccurring segment. Anytime I come on, I'm going to try to give you guys a real take. So here we go. This is going to be called Dicky's Digest. The Dicky's Digest. We're going to go back and wait. Look wait. At tell takes. them the real name? It's called. Stick him down. Stick, Stick them down, now. Dickie <laughs> Stick <'em> down. <laughs> For those at home, Dicky,
1: Close your ears. Close your ears.
2: Dick them down, Dicky. Where we go back and we look at takes that Andrew and Zach had, no matter how hot or how not, and see how they've done throughout the year. You know, this, this is, is gonna terrible be for my mental health 32. You guys have said some pretty outlandish things. A few mess ups, a few F ups, literally. Anything good? No, unfortunately. Oh, that's unfortunate. In, it's been really bad. You know what? Two guys.
1: The only thing good I I think I might have going for me is Zach said that Aaron Rodgers is going to retire, and I would die on the hill that he will not retire this the season.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I did the the duty nobody else would, and went back and listened to <laughs> some a duty. whole lot of your episodes. And let me tell you, it, it left some to be desired. So
1: first episode <laughs> I went back and really
2: uh, dug into was the first episode after Matt Ryan signs. Um I, um
1: I actually need, i think i left my uh, my sink running
2: uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, your refrigerator i thought we're not running. talking
2: about the colts this episode i've heard... i know we're bringing it back come on <laughs> well that would
0: eliminate on. all of our content
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we're not talking about it so thank you yeah down. that
2: was a good segment <laughs> so the first one zach Swore that Matt Ryan is a pretty good fit for the Indianapolis Colts. Mm. He got a lot of what we need—a game manager and somebody who can lead us to a deep playoff run.
0: So I don't remember saying that. <laughs>
1: so
2: I, I I needed to actually step. Um,
1: I'm, I, I might be remiss by saying this. I need to step in and defend Zach.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And I'm almost like every freaking delusional Colts fan out there. If the Colts' offensive line or offensive scheming would actually benefit Matt Ryan in any way, shape, or form, he oh. probably could have done that for us, because we saw what he was capable of. Like the only four wins are Matt Ryan comebacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and he's a game manager. He's really good at managing to give the ball to the other team. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that too though.
2: Twenty turnovers in what five games? Four games? And you know, that's a uh, I I think he's getting to the levels of Peyton Manning noodle arm where. Mm. He just has no zip on the ball. Here, here's where you I'm know. coming with it. Yep.
0: He separated his shoulder. Ever since then, it's been yeah. completely different, and and yep. the way he threw the ball, he well, was coming out the season sin- not throwing bad. He he was what
2: top five in the league in yards yeah. before he but got benched.
1: No, when he got benched, he was four. Four. Two.
2: Maybe two. Yeah. I don't know. He was two wow. on one of the episodes mm. where uh, in Dang. passing yards.
1: Well, no, that was after week one. because He threw for a stupid amount of yards against the Texans. Which- yeah. Still tied. I like how we're yeah. still defending it. I'm so naive. No, exactly. It's not, it's not that uh, – yeah, I said we're still defending. It's not It's not Matt Ryan. It's everything else around him on the, offices, uh, on the offices, uh, offensive side of the ball failed.
2: Okay. Matt Ryan, pretty good fit in the Colts offense. Not hot, it's, Zach.
1: Not hot. Not hot.
2: Yeah. Next up, this was I'm a guaranteed take, take. A guaranteed take oh. from Zach Batustak.
1: Ooh, look.
2: Ooh. Naheem Hines is going to have his best season yet as a Colt and show why he is a top-ten paid running back. <laughs> Naheem Hines, who plays for the Buffalo
1: Bits. Like, it's, let's look up his stats. <laughs> Naheem Hines. <laughs> he said this is a guarantee. Um,
0: <clears throat> So going back oh. to the offensive line. <laughs> oh, n-
1: oh, no. Oh, no. Well, let's see. He had minus three rushing yards against the page Oh, God. But I said as a Colt. Regular season, 24 attempts, 33 yards.
0: Last thing I remember seeing Naeem Hines doing as a, in, in a Colts jersey is running in for a
1: touchdown. It's facts. So.
2: Well, I'm glad he's had his best season yet as a Colt, Zach, and showing why he is a top ten paid running back.
1: Oh, I can't wait for Egg to be on my face after this one. I can feel it.
2: Get Dick, Dick down. down.
1: Damn it. <laughs> come on this gets put me down man why do i have to
2: get dick down put all right my place. all right place. same episode here we go oh uh, yes andrew mm-hmm. and this is a quote doesn't want this to be a bad take podcast oh but oh ty hilton is coming back to the colts oh. which mm. makes this take even worse as the past two weeks ty hilton has shown to be a Formidable receiver still for the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Incompetent front office. <clears throat> Next. I,
2: I, I'd like to sit on this for a minute, actually. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, this isn't just a one-time take either. It was no, every week that you guys it was. were coming back.
1: So, yep. hear, hear me out. Zach and I, we saw it. We know. We know he still has gas. We knew hand. who T.Y. was. And look at him. We didn't His forget. His first play as a cowboy is a forty-nine-yard bomb, which be the longest pass play on the Colts this season. Not
0: anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Thank you, PC. Now, PC. Hey, hey, resend PCs. Bring back PC. Next.
2: Next. 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 Here we go. Andrew got dick down, and it's not stopping here. <laughs> dick him down. Andrew Reed says yes. JT yes. is going to be top three in rushing this year. <laughs> Currently oh, in twentieth in yards.
1: Not bad considering he hasn't played four games.
2: (laughs) I mean, pretty far away from third. It's about 17 away,
0: to be specific. I agreed. I mean, that was You thought Jonathan Taylor was going to be good this year?
1: Yeah, Zach, shut the hell up. (laughs) You thought he was going to be first, I'm pretty
2: sure. Not to compound here, here, but this is – I believe one of you took JT number one overall in your fantasy football. You'd be an idiot not to do that. Would I? A hundred percent.
0: Beginning of the season, mommy, you it's didn't him. take JT. Mommy, he—he's the one that you'd took be an Jonathan idiot.
1: Taylor, number one. Come on, I found him.
0: I'm just being honest. How many other number one picks were Jonathan Taylor? Well,
2: a lot. And to be completely fair, the other pick you were talking about was Cooper Cup.
0: But who did I take Cooper Cup, or no, did I, I take I Justin Jefferson into my leagues? I don't know. I don't know, Dickie. I actually do know. It was, yes, I took Justin Jefferson. To
2: That's right. Cooper cup is, was still well, on the board. Good job, Andrew. Top third in the league. Um, next, I would like to give a shout out to Brandon, Zach's coworker. He had some really good takes and great predictions, honestly. Wow. He came honestly? In, honestly. Came that in sucks
1: in, because we we've both we've fist fought at the end of the episode.
2: In the in the moment, seemed like a total downer, a pessimist. <laughs> And really, he's a Colts truther. Who would have thunk it? I never Who would have thunk it? Now, the only bad take that he came with was Derrick Henry having less than 1,000 yards. So, he I'd like to give him right. props, but also I'd like to acknowledge that Derrick Henry has yet again gone over 1,000 yards. Not Andrew's prediction as first to 1,000 yards, but was close. Well done.
0: Going well back done. to the beginning of the season, man, I, I had such high hopes for this
2: Colts team. Yeah, I, this is – you're playing straight into my hands, Zach. But I, um,
1: but AFC self-truth every year, um, mm-hmm. I always knew Derek Henry would have more rushing yards and be one of the top running backs in the league. Yeah.
2: It was well done. Next up, going into your high, high hopes for this season, first week predictions, Andrew Reed, Colts are going to win 34-3. to Zach Batustack, Colts are going to win 35-14. How did we do that first week? Hmm.
0: 2020 tie. I thought I could have sworn I predicted a tie.
2: Mm, I really That would have been pretty <laughs> interesting.
0: I thought I was like, man, they're going to miss a field goal. Rodrigo. Yeah, dude. Did you listen to the episode? Oh, that's when we ate the hot chicken. So I was probably like, you couldn't really mm. understand me. But and Andrew made a mess. <laughs> and Andrew jo- threw a chicken tender at the mic.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I threw it at the laptop. He's always mad.
0: Remember that, that episode, is... Andrew, that we recorded that you, uh, you didn't actually record? Remember that?
2: Okay. Take him down. Yeah. um, You both predicted a huge loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Neither of you said anything positive and said that it's going to be absolutely terrible.
0: I thought some takes were going to be nice. No. Unfortunately. I thought you you (laughs) said that some
1: will be good. Good content.
2: (laughs) That's precisely what's happening. I've been roasted.
1: Do you think... Wait, wait, time out, time out. Why did I sign up for this? Sidebar, sidebar. Dickie, shoe. Yep. Do, you think, do you think Dickie is um just looking at our bad takes to make the episode better? Or like do you think I he's... I we've had him?
0: some really bad takes. Well, we've had bad takes, but we've had... Because of Colts, man, they let us down.
2: Stacks. All right, Dickie, welcome back. Okay, hey, Dickie. Hey, guys. Thanks for having <laughs> me. Appreciate it. Um, I will say... You guys are just really bad at takes. For two guys who consume a lot of Colts Media, you were er- you were wrong early handoff. Wait, there. wait, wait. What did, our, did, ur- wait, what did wait. our
1: owner tell us? Wait, yeah. You just said Mickey. the key word. We bought into Colts Media. Colts media team is the biggest frauds on this planet right now. Ursay uh-huh.
0: said the golden era. What does that mean? Peyton Manning.
1: Look at that. Look at Zach and I getting butthurt as hell right now. Holy shit. Yeah.
2: only thing we've been getting is golden showers these fans. Dickie, if <laughs> you, you would have listened to last <laughs> season...
1: So, it's a not safe for kids on that the YouTube. Um, that's where
0: can... you draw the line? Yeah, Dickie, that was inappropriate.
1: Okay. Let's see. Reasons why it's not appropriate. Um, <laughs> golden showers. It's
2: a good thing that none of our family listens to this anymore.
1: Yeah, um, I, my mom's like, hey, can you send me an episode? And I'm like, oh, this isn't the latest one I remember. Um, I think that's when I told Brandon to f off because Quentin yeah. Nelson was a god, and then um,
2: <clears throat> yeah, never again. That was, that was great. Um, there was a episode where I came on, uh, where we all predicted the next six games.
1: Oh wait! My Do my dad was just calling for this. He he's yeah. like, I want Dicky to come back on, and I want you to review the six games you predicted. And I'm like, yeah. no, people I was sure all episode, six episode,
2: was I? Was it just Andrew? <laughs> so funny enough, you were there actually. Oh. Huh. So <laughs> let's just start with when mm. we did that. When we did that episode, the Colts were three, three, and one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Zach goes somehow, we are five hundred. Okay. Um. After that game. I put an egg on my face first. I said we were going five and one.
1: Mm. I'm not
2: going to lie. I'm I'm weak. Backbone, zero. I remember <laughs> that whole day. I was going to say we were going to go one and five. I was setting you, you guys up. In. And I, I, you, you saw me. It? I mean, like, why am I going to come on a Colts podcast and be negative about the Colts? I mean, it's He's just in so Whenever Dick em down, Dickie
1: comes on, you're like, yeah, look at this golden take I had. Dude, now
0: your look at Dick you. down segment would be way more valid and credible if you did that.
2: See, let me tell you. I'm just coming on here to be a truth teller and to Mm. let everybody know that you guys can face accountability because Zach says they were going four and two and Andrew says they were going three and three and we are now four, 11 and one.
0: (laughs) Wow. I'm glad at least it's better than it's better than eight, eight and one. Is it?
2: Yes. Because of our draft pick. Yes. Okay, don't use my own logic against me. You just That's, that's my... Oom. That's, that sucks. Mental yeah.
1: warfare, bitch.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. you all yes. You create this kind of noise? You can go, <sighs> don't with the dogs. <laughs> ooh, wait, ooh. wait, can we, can we review that real quick? So six and yeah. uh We projected six weeks out. Diggy won five and one. Uh, Zach won four and so two. So had the worst take here. Huh. And then I went three and three. Um God, I wish I wish we had more time, but I, I like this segment. I want to keep it going. I want to know if anyone actually predicted like a correct game. So we know we have one. We have one one of those. Does anyone actually correct the actually find the right pick?
2: Um, I don't, I don't think so. Well,
1: too much time. Let's keep it going. With the, with yeah, the yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. We'll Andrew and I that. would have picked right. We
1: would have picked mm-hmm. right because
2: obviously, yeah,
0: okay. you're always right. So, next up uh,
2: um so within those games since that prediction and just throughout the rest of the season uh this is not a bad take but it's just a bad stat we had the worst blown lead in NFL history check and we've had Immaculate the most points allowed out. uh most points allowed in one quarter so not only wait wait of the season back,
1: or, in, or in NFL history
2: NFL history w- w- what's that number again 33 39 30, You guys oh, remember
1: that? Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Yeah. Wow, dude. I'm, I'm but, dude I just I showed I that game straight in my memory.
2: 33. It was 33 points in the fourth quarter.
0: There's another bad take. Add it to it. Why? I just said, I don't think it was 33. Oh, yeah. 33. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. I okay. myself. Um,
2: myself. Next up, we're going to go through some of the predictions you all made for the rest of the league. L-
1: so this is not Ooh.
2: only Colts-centric. You know, you would think a Colts-based podcast, if you're good at anything, you're good at predicting the Colts.
1: Well the Colts couldn't predict the Colts this year, so
2: I mean you guys are bad at predicting the whole league. All right, here we go. Uh Zach was predicting the Eagles are gonna finish eight and nine and miss the playoffs.
1: Oh, okay. So hold on asterisk, asterisk. We had been truthers since that take came out saying we had to eat our words on
2: those. You you have since corrected it. But <laughs> I don't down. care. Yep.
0: <laughs> he um, does not Um
2: there was a prediction. Um one of you said the Seahawks are going to be two and fifteen, the other one and sixteen. Well done, boys. Uh, uh, well done. Geno and this God's green earth <laughs> would
0: have thought that Geno Smith in 2022 2023 football season is throwing darts and we leading the Seattle Seahawks to football dubs, not me. Okay. And if you say you, I'm gonna run freaking Atlanta, I'll be there in a few days. Might need
2: some IVs, but I'm slapping you in the face. <laughs> Good luck. I'll see you when you get here. Uh, next up, Zach Batustak <laughs> says, will "You just see me in frame." Nick? <laughs> For those
1: not watching YouTube, Zach just rain off the frame.
2: Go watch YouTube. let will see me do it again? Subscribe, like. All right. Uh, next up, Zach Batustak. Rams are going to go 13 and four.
0: Oh, that's that's before all the
2: injuries. Uh huh. Uh huh. How are the Rams doing? They're uh, bad. Are,
1: they, are they four and twelve?
2: Yeah. 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 They might do the inverse. So um finishing up here, the last few things I got. Uh Zach Batustak says the Panthers are gonna go 10 and 7, and Baker plays great for them. To
1: be fair. That might be the closest. That, that. That, that, that might be the clo- that might be one of the closure takes because <laughs> you
2: two are so ridiculous.
1: I'm pretty sure they finished. I'm pr- if I I'm trying to pick out the top. Of my head, I'm pretty sure they they are ten. Sorry, seven and eight right now. And
0: but, Baker Mayfield's playing good for the Rams.
1: Yeah. So I didn't say what day. team he's going to be playing for.
0: <laughs> you just got nap down talked. The Bam! Panthers are six and ten. I don't Everyone. know why.
1: I, I don't know why I'm running to Zach's defense because I think you'd be the first one to tell me your
2: take. I have already suck. this episode. Yes,
1: uh-huh. Andrew Reed
2: yes, says the Panthers are going to go seven and ten. Boom. Boom. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Panthers currently sitting at six and ten, well within reach. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yep, yep. Um, next up, that might for be the, the closest thing
1: to a good take this podcast has had yet.
2: Yeah. Uh, next up, the Saints. Andrew says they're going to go eleven and seven. Season rides on the success of Jameis Winston. Halfway there. Um, Season like that... was dependent on Jameis Winston, and he stunk.
1: Yep, I feel like um, I feel like that takes valid, though. He's like, yeah, he cop again.
2: Yeah, he is actively well, being set by his coach.
1: So, but <laughs> I
2: think that's the cop. But
1: like, I, I, he has broken ribs. Of, I mean, sorry, a broken. Bones in his spine, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he was cleared to play like a month ago. Yeah, but it, it just leads me to think that he's still hurt. Yeah.
2: I mean, at least nobody's doing snowman next to him as his ribs are broken.
1: So. Oh, geez. that you was his response it. to Saturday?
2: No. Who, who is that? He <laughs> said he doesn't know who it is, so he doesn't care. <sighs> that's classic. Kayvon Thibodeau. I, I, Dude, I'm i a fan. His hands was hitting. Literally hitting him. Hitting Nick Foles. If oh, so dude,
1: he, dude, he got up. He got up and went to sideline. And he said, "Night, night." And like yeah. did like the haste. I'm like, you knew he was but hurt. Andrew, like, that's that's what people do
0: to signify the game's over, even though there's a minute left in the second quarter.
2: Here's Go, my bigger issue. Hmm. If you're a Colts offensive lineman, you have to beat them. Uh, yeah, you have you, to you have to you, have, you have, to, have to fight.
1: You have to deck him. Someone of them out there.
2: There he has just, to be an altercation. I think
1: he's getting at some a point. skull on that play. Then yeah. you, you see like. I think it was like a few drives later. Uh, Danny Dimes gets hit, like it gets like grazed in the head because he yeah. slides and he did not slid the whole game, let alone he's sliding o- too. And, babe, and not baby, Bobby baby, just come, <laughs> baby, Bobby O'Carcade just comes by and like grazes him, and he gets shoved in the sideline. And he gets unnecessary roughness. Like that's that's just a valid play. He pulled up as best yeah. as he could because yeah. he hasn't he wasn't diving the whole day.
2: Yeah, that, that tells me um, that there is. Some institutional failures and a lack of pride among some of our players, Absolutely. which if you guys ever have Brad Dickerson on, I would highly suggest, recommend to a friend. Um, he would love to go into the lack of institutional um, mm, rigor and success and coaching and the pride that uh, he thinks is lacking. But I would love you. You can also check out head. his yeah. Twitter. Yes. Okay. Next up, one more team take and then two quarterback takes. And then I have the best take that you have had since oh, starting.
1: Gosh. Well, sounds like it was my Panthers take.
2: Next up, That's um the take. Buccaneers. Our best take, Buc- I would be very upset. The Buccaneers, here we go. Um Zach says they're going to go 14 and 3. Andrew says they're going to go 13 and 4. Buccaneers crazy enough still going to win their division at a what ripe 8 and, and go eight under eight right tw- under
1: 500 and unreal. And, and,
2: yeah. Um so that is more of a failure of the Buccaneers. Okay, here Byron. We go.
1: Byron Leftwich just tanked his, his head coaching stock by staying around for the extra year.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's done. So, um. Okay. Some quarterback based takes. Zach says Derek Carr is going to be a top ten QB this year. I I put all my eggs in that basket. I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to mention, which I would like for you both to comment on the Derek Carr to Indiana. You know, really air it out. Yeah.
0: Um. No. So, um, he comes Indiana. I'm leaving Indiana.
1: Here's my thing. Here's my thing. You ready? Um, I think they have to completely clean every every position group besides the guys that are paying those a little money, not including Matt Ryan. Quarterback room is not going to be the same. I think they actually might end up bringing Derek Carr in, bridge quarterback for like five games, and then the rookie will come in.
2: You are the evil that we speak of.
1: Listen, I'm just a truther, brother. <laughs>
2: It, unfortunately, yes. They bring in Derek like Carr cool Matt
0: Ryan is commanding all this space?
1: Because I think Matt Ryan might get cut.
0: <laughs> if he gets cut, we still owe a lot of money.
2: A lot I know. Of money. For one year, right? That's just one.
0: But why are you going to waste more money on a quarterback?
2: I, I don't disagree. Um, I just wanted to give you both an opportunity to revel in Zach's take and get your opinion off on Derek Carr to the Colts. Which ago, the honestly taken t-
0: I would have taken Derek Carr a year ago. But yeah. I'm at the point where I want a rookie and nothing but a rookie.
2: Yeah, and you both said that the Raiders are going to have 10-plus wins. So, um, And then this was a fun one because Jessica it was, a, was bit a, of, a bit of a saga. Here we go. Zach said Mac is the best QB in his class. Andrew says that Mac Jones is not all that and that Mac Jones was underwhelming. Only for him to go back in the same episode and regret his take and take his words back.
1: I almost got there.
2: You were I, so I, close. No, I, I I was there and then I went back. You were so close. It would have been a good a good you know putting your pole in the ground. Mm-hmm.
0: Mac Jones yep. sucks. <laughs> I hate well,
2: Matt Jones. That has changed
0: the season, Dicky. I'm a new man. I'm a at, look, I'm wearing a Pacers jersey and it's still football season. With that Mac
1: jo- with, with that Mac Jones take though, at the same time he has Matt Patricia as his offensive coordinator.
0: <laughs> okay. What and in his Joe draft Judge. class? Who, who else who else was drafted?
2: I am looking that up right now. So you got Trey Lance. He's we don't know what he, we we don't know. Yeah, we're is, not though. we're not writing. You do have Justin Fields,
1: running better back. back
2: and, yeah, I would, a right if now. we had a, if we had a backfield of Justin Fields and um JT, that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, let's see who else the top picks. Uh, Zach Wilson, better than Zach Wilson. Hide your mom. Uh, number one. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is
0: on a tear lately. He's ascending, and it scares me. Yeah, the second half of the season, Trevor Lawrence has been an absolute dog, and I'm going to be worried about him for years to come. But my takes have been horrendous,
2: so suck it, Jacksonville. Mac Jones. Tough, tough, tough. Okay. And here's the best take that you both shared. Ever since you started the podcast, the Colts have been on a downtrend. That is the best take from Dick'Em Down, Mm because you two just got dipped down.
1: You've really been thinking long and hard about like these, these um, how you're going to end each segment exactly. that you're doing, haven't you?
2: Yeah, it's been That's it, how it's, it done. Was, it's been a fun day. It was a fun day listening back to you guys and how confidently you guys said some things.
1: Listen, close PR be team, confident. beautiful
0: dude. You you put a mic in front of your face and you talk about stuff for an hour, and I guarantee you say a lot of bad stuff too.
2: It's not like you guys are Skip Bayless and on air every day. You're on once a week. Yeah, and we're diehard Colts fans. And Skip had our a terrible.
1: And Skip had a terrible tweet. The yes, I know. he did.
2: Yeah, I know. But I'm not saying you guys aren't out here. You know, creating. You have time to curate and think and that's work half- over and revise.
1: But that's half the fun with this. I just get most. I mean, we don't not- think, most, Dicky. We just yeah, get on I, just- here. I just I just grip it and rip it with a mic, brother.
2: And our takes well, will be correct. I- it was
0: just. We bought it into the Colts cookies. I reset in my mind. Colts will be good again next year. 10 plus wins.
1: <laughs> oh, geez. oh, Zach, get off the Kool Aid, brother. Oh,
2: no. Zach. Zach. What? You've been wrong all year. Uh huh. And it's time. At to least around. use your powers to reverse Jinx.
1: Culture oh, or, Max- or Max. Culture or Max 7 win team next year.
0: Col- Colts aren't going to win a game next year.
2: Ooh, yeah, no. nice. I'm proud of you. Definitely yeah. not win the Super Bowl. Now this will provide me really good content next year.
1: I know. We're just talking over ass to turn back this birthdays. episode. and You'd be like, holy smokes,
0: Zach.
2: Do you just keep
1: like a be, be like when you listen to this, Like, are you like working? Or are you like actually like? I think he went
0: back and listened to our episodes.
2: I went back and listened to most of your episodes at two times the speed while I was working okay. and wrote them down. So in, you know, uh, you guys front load your takes, thank goodness in the front mm-hmm. of the episodes, usually. So
1: well, we're simple, we're simple guys, really. We just want to talk about yeah. sports and we're just going to rip it or rip it on the mic. So mm-hmm. if that's real, if anything's reliable, that's reliable.
2: Okay. I'm not going to so send a hot
1: take for 40 minutes.
2: Let's uh, let's finish this up here and talk about the rest of the NFL season and what you all think and predict. Okay. Actually, and the floor I, is
0: yours. Go for it. I, I don't want my thoughts to influence you because when they do, you're joining the dark side and you're wrong.
1: Um, So I'm actually going to stick with my guns for what I said before. I still think um, Vikings complete and utter frauds. Um, I think I said that a few episodes ago. Um, Eagles have its, it's going to be Eagles 49ers depending on how the seating goes for the NFC Championship game and I honestly got to think that the 49ers will win that game and go to the Super Bowl um, because Brock Purdy Brock Purdy is in a system where it's you don't have to be elite you just have to get a ball somewhere. AFC I'm still sticking uh, with my states with my guns Chiefs or I say Bills
2: I I'm said Bills at the beginning of this podcast. I
1: you're right. Um I'm that's because I'm still stuck in between two. I don't think the I don't think the Bengals are going to get God, that looks yeah. terrible, but all right. Dick them Dick down live episode.
2: <laughs> Your mind's still
0: messed up from them down. I get it. Chiefs.
1: <clears throat> I think Chiefs are winning the bowl this year. It's gonna right, be Chiefs Bills. AFC championship game. Mark it down.
0: I am going to stick with my guns.
1: <laughs> and, ch- and change your take completely?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> 49ers, I think their, their team is just well, you know, Brock Purdy started driving the boat, and he's driving the boat perfectly fine. Because you don't really know what you're going to get out of them, and so teams can't really scout them. The rest of this team, like the weapons, Debo Samuel is getting back healthy. Christian McCaffrey has proven to be a freak all year. And their defense is just really good. I see them making the NFC Championship. Dicky, And I've been the Eagles hater all season, so I'm going to continue the opposite trend of that. Eagles are also going to get into the NFC Championship. I've already said this a couple episodes ago. I'm not copying off Andrew's takes. I think the 49ers have a good chance to win, but I will say I would not be surprised if the Cowboys make it to the championship because they are rolling right now. So I could, see, I could see any three of those teams and Vikings, I'm on Andrew's side. Vikings, the fact that they were getting their asses kicked by the Colts that bad, I know they came back but they got their asses kicked by the Colts that bad. You're you're not a playoff team. You're not going to be in the playoffs okay. and have success. Mark that shit down, Dicky. Okay.
1: Going over to the AFC, Cowboys won't get past the Bucks.
0: <clears throat> oh wow, mark it down right now because that's not true. Actively taking notes. Um, so going into the AFC, oh well,
1: I'll, I'll be I'm taking
0: receipts right now as well. So, AFC T- South team, Jacksonville Jaguars. They're kind of scary right now for other J- teams. Jackson was up
1: here. Times
0: I could see them p- playing tough in the first round and beating a team. I could see that. Not saying it's going to happen, but they're a solid squad. What I will say will happen is the Buffalo Bills are on another level right now. Now they got more than just a Super Bowl to win. They got their brother to fight for. Bills are going to get to the freaking Super Bowl. They're going to beat the Chiefs. I think – I I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see the Chiefs in the AFC Championship this year. Again. And that's because the Bengals. I, yeah, well. You wouldn't be
2: surprised if they're not in the championship?
0: Yes. I wouldn't be surprised the if, the, if the Chiefs don't make it and we see a Bills versus Bengals oh. playoff. Because the Bengals have some swag about them, and they were in the Super Bowl last year. It's hard to count them out. But I'm going to say Bengals will get to the AFC, AFC – championship against the Buffalo Bills, and the Bills will play against the 49ers in the Super Bowl, and the Bills are bringing the Super Bowl to Buffalo.
2: Okay, Revisit so, that. Okay. Andrew, you're sticking... I Can you clarify? You are Bills? Chiefs, sorry. Okay. I, okay.
1: I know it got confusing, and I'm confusing yeah, it myself now. Okay. So. so we got a Chiefs. Colts. We got a Colts win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Go Colts. Huh? Uh, you got any more of that blue Kool-Aid? <laughs>
2: Wait, drink it, drink it. Yes. Okay, culture winning
1: the AFC South for the first AFC. time.
2: And so those strictly acres. audio listeners, they both just embarrassingly drank all of the Colts Kool Aid. But I'm surprised because they seemed full of it anyway. No, I just peed them out. Stick them down,
1: Vicky. We'll get you on our side one day,
0: and you're gonna love
1: it. It's it's beautiful over here.
0: So, like so there you go. Holders, huh? There's our NFL takes, Dicky. I want you on record. You don't have to go as balls deep into it as we did if you don't want to. Okay. okay. Or you can just do,
1: take the floor. Do it. Well, yeah. So my, yeah. So, my notes app is out as we speak. So I know.
2: it's reasonable. I, I'm, you know, not gonna admit to being a huge NFL guy. I, I really invest all my time in the NBA, but I feel sure of this. Cincinnati Bengals, they're making it. They're going to the Super Bowl and they're going to win it. They're going to beat the Bills. It stinks. Bills seem like a team of destiny. What offensive line? Injuries are piling up. They've been underwhelming all season. It's taken some serious Josh Allen performances. He's had some injury issues. I think they're not going to be able to do it. Coming out of the NFC, the Green Bay Packers. Oh, my. Aaron Rodgers on a heater. I actually
1: don't hate this take. Hot at
2: the right time, everybody. What do I want right now? I want a team who's hot when it matters. They are not healthy. 49ers are hot as well though, dude. I don't care. I don't care. The Packers. I don't think you do care
1: if teams are teams hot or not.
2: I don't care about the 49ers. You're telling me some dude named Burke Party is going to come in and they're going to beat the Packers? Hey, you want to fun you, you
1: want you want to play a fun game real quick? Yeah. Who has more NFC titles? Rex Grossman. Sorry, sorry. NFC like Conference title. Sorry, it gets confusing. Rex Grossman or Aaron Rodgers? Championship.
2: Got to be Rex Grossman. Indiana nope. native. They're tied with That's one. Fun. Oh, multiple plot twists involved in that. Um, <laughs> so, the Super Bowl. You got Joe Burr versus Aaron Rodgers. And Shasty. Joe Burr is going to take home the championship.
1: I will say, if it does, if it is Bengals, Packers, and the Super Bowl... I don't disagree with that take, but it's going to take a lot for both those teams to get there.
0: And the Midwest would be a very happy place.
1: Midwest so would be happy. a fantastic place. <laughs> a lot of I'm glad that I could... consumed. Let's see. I'm glad that I, that I can. Uh, Let's see. Brian drinking the cheese juice. Ew. It's not a bad take. I'm not going to lie. They're, they're, they're going to have so the gross. right time. So, yeah. From,
0: from under the cheese well, thing. I think we're going to end on that. Dickie's takes are going to be wrong. I'm going to be right. Come back to that right now. Or in the future, whenever you want. Please like our podcast, right? You can do that.
1: Can hit, it. hit that bell for whenever we drop new, new episodes on Spotify or Apple Music.
0: Yeah, we did take a little bit of a break. The holidays hit us. Andrew was flying up in Philly, and I was holding it down. No flying, North, straight driving. west Indiana, the region. Um, but we're back, baby. We're going to keep releasing weekly content, and we'll have more Dick'em Down segments in the near future. But we love you. Love I you. hope you enjoyed the episode.
2: Dicky, last words? Shout out Southwest Airlines, by Delta. <laughs>